0: what's up everyone welcome to another edition of the brew jackets uh hope you're all doing well tonight i'm doing pretty well myself and i didn't get a chance to ask you before uh the episode uh how you doing kev
1: i'm doing good uh hefty duck it's always great to do a podcast with you hefty duck the greatest duck (laughs) of all time and um you know likewise yeah you know uh you Know just hanging out with my family, and friends, seeing my nieces and stuff. And uh, got a big trip to Ohio planned in April. Gonna see two Blue Jackets games and gonna go see the Reds play. So it's nice. all good. Is it April? To it.
0: Is it April, yeah. Uh, what Blue Jackets games are you gonna go see?
1: Uh, the last two home games of the year, so against Pittsburgh and Buffalo.
0: Nice, that's pretty dope. Maybe I'll have to try to get a ticket to one of those games. We'll see. Where are you sitting at? Do you know?
1: Uh, tickets, not, don't have tickets yet, but I'm getting them. Oh, it. gotcha. <laughs> no,
0: no, yeah, I mean, they're not, they're not going to like probably sell out. I mean, you'll be able to get some right up until.
1: Well, right I up remember until the day our, of. Our, last year, last April, we did a similar trip where it's like Reds, Blue Jackets, and crew. And the Blue Jackets (laughs) tickets were the most expensive out of all of them. And my dad was like, ah, the Blue Jackets tickets are expensive. Well, yeah, because like Columbus is a good sports town and they like their sports. It's going to cost a little more. But on top of that, it was like the last home game of the season. So, of course, it's going to be more. You don't go to that one. You have to wait till October. Whereas if the Reds and the Crew game, it's like, well, the season just started. You still have a lot of time to go yeah
0: and you can like literally get like those upper nosebleed seats for like for at least the guardians you you could pick those up for like 10 13 bucks this last year and then once you're up top there there's like if there's no one else there's no one else right so like just sit on the front just go down to the front of it you know like i mean shit you can sit on like you can go to the bar down the bottom level and just stand there and watch the game most of the game anyway
1: pretty good yo
0: sean butcher what's up man thanks for joining us i appreciate it um, Sean brings up, uh, reminds me though, I was uh, doing a live stream on the Hockey Podcast Network, um, uh, YouTube, uh, well stream in general, I think there was YouTube and, and Facebook, on last Saturday, that was real fun, Yes, um, that was the Stars game,
1: yep, the Blue yeah, Jackets beat the Stars 4-1, and it was a good game that the Stars had,
0: We'll talk about that later, possibly, Sean. Just a, a little bit. I mean, it's hard not to for it to come up when we're talking about the jackets and.
1: Uh, no, but you're right, though. No, but that was a good game. The Blue Jackets won four-one, and that was definitely one of the better games the Blue Jackets have had in a while, especially on the road.
0: Especially on the road, like where did that come from? Like, and it made me feel really bad in a way because. Um, so it finally happened. The last player on the Blue Jackets to not have missed a single game this year has now missed two. He should be, he's hopeful to come back on Thursday, and that is Johnny Gaudreau. He got injured during the 3 uh, 1 win against the Jets uh, on the 15th. Uh, very unfortunate. Um, was it the 15th or about the 16th? Yeah, Somewhere like the 16th. around there. The um, but they did win that game 3 to 1. Yep. Um, which was pretty good. They they got a series uh, sweep against uh, against the Jets. Yep. And I just want to say one thing. Uh, you know, just to, you know, I I understand people want but Dard. I get that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep,
0: I totally understand. But one, the rest of this year, the very few home games that the Blue Jackets have, if they win all of those, I will be overly ecstatic. I could literally give less of a shit than at that point. Like, not that like, I don't want the team to get, but Connor Bedard, absolutely. I do. But like at the sake of like for, for the fans, like just, you know, when a couple, like, that's fine. Like, yeah, yeah. We're, we're still in contention, believe us. And there's still a whole rest of the year to go yet too. So, um, okay. You know, like uh, what I really wanted to, 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 to make a point on was the um, the negativity surrounding it. Like, oh fuck, they won again. Oh no, they won again. Like, shut up. Like, yep. yep. They like, what am I supposed to do? Not cheer for my team. And if I'm cheering for my team, what am I cheering for them for? To win. <laughs> if you're if you're cheering for them to lose, then you are not cheering for the team you support. Uh-huh. Like, that's just the gist of it. Like, look, I want, I want Bedard as much as the rest person, like other people. But, like, I mean, <laughs> I don't think that, like, the players, the coach, they're not trying to tank.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And, you know, the worse it gets, you know, it could be really hard on the mentality even leading into in next year. So, you know, notch a couple wins, you know, especially. Um,
1: and okay. then – although. And part of this rebuilding process, retool that the Blue Jackets are in, is that you need to learn how to win hockey games. You can't always just be losing. You need to learn how to win hockey games. And a perfect quote that Brad Larson said in the press conference was, you know, these guys, they've been really trying hard. They've really been putting the work in and you want them at the end of the game, you want them to see it, that it actually makes sense that, Hey, we did this. We played the right way. We got a win. And that, you know, that's what you want. You don't want them to be let down. You play the correct way. You play hard, you give it your best, and then you still lose. You don't want that. You want them to be able to say, Hey, we played the correct way and we got a win out of it. And then you can have that on tape and then you can show them, Hey, this game, we played a real good game. Good on offense, defense, we're blocking shots, everything. They went That's from how we do it.
0: They went from beating literally the number one team in the West to losing against the last team in the West. That's very Blue Jackets. And to be fair, they they lost in overtime, so they still got yep. a point from that. But then also, um, uh, I guess that leads me into the next part real quick. Just before we get to the loss, we'll talk a bit more about that because there's some cool shit from that uh, that game. Uh, so. With the last two wins that they got, there have been two names added to the Kepi list for yep. this year. Yep. And you made the list, so yep. let her rip. What do we got? What do we got?
1: So, as, uh, we've, as you all know, we've talked about this on the show. If you want to go check out the list, go to Uni Blue Soldiers on Twitter, um, at the UB Soldiers on Twitter. And I have a list of every Blue Jackets player that's won the Cappy so far this season. I did it last season as well. And every time the Blue Jackets win, I add a player to that list. And the last two wins were against the Winnipeg Jets this past Thursday and against the Dallas Stars this past Saturday. This past Thursday, Jonas Corposalo got the Cappy after an outstanding performance.
0: Great game. And he's got it multiple times this year. Yes, uh, but he how is. many? Does that make it for him?
1: So, four. Four. He leads that, you know. (laughs) Nice. I mean, that's like
0: the most out of anyone else on the team, right? Yep. Um, By far. (laughs) And he deserves it. I mean, he's really stepped up this year.
1: He really has. And uh, that, you know, that game against the Jets, it was just an outstanding game by Corpus And it was a big reason why the Blue Jackets won that game. And we talked about, about this on the show before, which is, you know, there's been instances this season where the Blue Jackets play very good and they don't win that game because the goalie was just too damn good. And they've been on the opposite of that, where they don't necessarily play the greatest, but their goalie's really damn good that game and they win that game.
0: And <laughs> block you know, like 38 of 40 shots and
1: because of that. And that was yeah. Jonas Korpasalo there against the Jets. Very good, played a great game. They won that game and he gets the Kepi, and with his fourth one this season that he leads the blue jackets with four Kepi wins
0: pretty awesome oh, i mean i love corby blue
1: jackets player
0: he's a ufa and i would hate to see anything happen with him but also it is a business and i would understand we do have some great depth at this point and you know elvis um be, i i 100% believe one he's getting back on his game. The last yes. performance he had was great. And two, yeah. that he will be completely back on his game for next year. There'll be a whole off-season, a whole entire off-season, and he, I think he's going to come back, and I think he's going to be better than before this year. I think right. this year took him as a surprise, um, took everybody by surprise with the, with the performance he had. He's aware of it, yeah. and he's working on it. And as long as he's aware and working on it, Why wouldn't it be better?
1: And that's they're
0: professionals,
1: right? And a point that was been brought up, I saw this on Twitter that made sense to me is that for years, a lot of Blue Jackets fans were ripping on Torts for the way they play, which is good defensively, sound, and when you do that, it gives you chances offensively, and you keep the puck out of your net. And a lot of people, oh, that's he's playing too conservative, too defensively. And then the moment you get that, which is Brad Larson, he is more, you know, more open uh, uh, offensively and allowed them to take more chances. Well, which is good. The flip side of that, you're going to give up more chances and potentially more goals. And now that's happening and people are ripping on Elvis. Well, Elvis, it's no disrespect to him, but he he was played better under Torx because of that defensive style. People
0: called people called the Swiss cheese when it's really the defensive Swiss cheese.
1: Right, right. Like, so my point, my point, which is what I saw on Twitter, which makes sense, which is you're asking for this more open, offensive, aggressive system, and you got that with Brad Larson, and now you're ripping off Elvis Merzlikens. but it's getting he's getting used to this more open system, to where he's getting shots that he wasn't getting before before this and he's getting to the point where it's being better the second kepi winner was this past Saturday was liam foodie he played a oh, great foodie that's great a name game.
0: you don't hear uh in the very much <laughs> for no. anything really positive or negative I mean I think he's a solid no. player he's a great player but um that is his first goal for the season uh, and he has t- 37 games played this year so as a forward as a center, um, if we get that number up, he's also a minus 16. Ooh, that's rough. Yeah. You know what? Congratulations to him though. He got his first goal of the season. Then that gained him the Kepi for the night, um, against, uh, the Dallas stars. Yep. Right. And,
1: and um, played a great game. He played a great game. Great got game. His First ever NHL regular season goal. He had scored. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Goal. Yeah. He had scored a goal in the playoffs against Toronto, and that was in game five that helped him knock the Maple Leafs out of the <laughs> playoffs. So you look at Liam Foody, he scored two goals in his career, and they're both big goals to help the Blue Jackets win games. So shout out to you, Liam Foodie! You played a great game. You got your first ever NHL regular season goal, and you earned yourself the cappy.
0: Hell yeah. Cheers to that, man. Cheers to that. That's pretty cool. Um so then uh the, let's just go over the yotes real quick i don't want to spend too too much more time on, on this um i'm echoing a little bit back into my ears um i think from your end um so the blue jackets one three to two that's better thank you um three to two i'm sorry one juice, sorry my mind was somewhere else it was on listening to the listening to the uh echo back in my ear. <laughs> um, They lost 3-2 against the Coyotes in overtime. Um, A couple interesting things about this game. Uh, I'm still getting a bit back. I'm not sure if uh, the speaker's close to your microphone or not. I'm hearing something coming through a bit. Um, So, uh, yes, unfortunate loss to the worst team in the league, but that's all right because we're battling them for Bedard, right? Uh, Whatever. But in any case, some great things uh, I noticed about that game. One, Line's slap shot, like one timer. Oh, I love seeing that. That's what I I need to see that. That was like medicine for my my brain. Uh, seeing that, even though they lost, that was I, honestly just seeing that uh, stoked me out like quite a lot. And that's and, uh, a
1: perfect example of what what Line can do when you give him the chance to shoot. So many teams that are playing the Blue Jackets now, they don't even give them that chance. They let someone else beat you because if you do give them that chance, that's an example of what can happen when you give Patrick Liney that chance to shoot it. Yeah. And so, and you know what? That game is they played it, you know, they lost, but they played a pretty good game. And to me, it really comes down to this you have one bad period where you give up two goals, and then that was basically it right there because. From the second and third period on, the Blue Jackets played a real good game. got Two goals, and yeah, they gave up the overtime winner to lose it. But minus that, they played a real that was a real good game, and that was the Blue Jackets' game right there. So, if you don't have that bad first period, you give up the two goals, you win it yeah. two one.
0: Excellent. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, that was. Uh, I feel like they maybe they came out. Uh, wasn't that the back to back game though yep. too? Yeah. So one, they came out a little tired. Uh, I've been seeing some people uh, around the internet talking about how line A has been, um, like, looks slow and, like, not like not well this year. Um, and, uh, sorry, I'm still hearing the echo. It's, it's messing with my mind a bit. I, it's making me talk kind of weird. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, y'all have to realize he's, like, 6'4", right? Right.
1: That's, yep,
0: yep. He yep. is incredibly fast. Yep. He is very strong. He can body people on the puck yep. very, very fast, right? Well, um, at 6'4", you're not going to look the same as someone like maybe John Gaudreau or Kent Johnson right. or even Nick Blankenberg, of course, um, being substantially smaller. Yep. They look quicker. And, in fact, maybe, like, like might be quicker in a way, but they're not, like, necessarily like Line is just moving uh, he's just big for his size i don't know it's it's hard to describe but like and i think i think it's a lot like just you're, people
1: you're right though hefty duck because i remember people saying the same thing when Terrell Pryor was the quarterback at ohio state the dude was like 6'6" 200 plus pounds big dude but he can run and people were saying oh he's slow and it's like no here's the thing when you're a bigger dude like a Terrell Pryor or a Patrick Line. You are bigger and you can be fast, but it just doesn't look the same. Or like those big dudes. Two steps is one step for you, for, for you and I. Right. You know, and that's just how it is. They just don't have the same uh, movement, hand-eye coordination. And sometimes it looks kind of clunky and not necessarily graceful, but that's just how it is. is. They are going fast, but because they're bigger, it just doesn't look that way
0: as much yeah absolutely and like honestly too like um like you think he looks slow then stand in front of him and let him hit you like on the skates you know <laughs> see, like that would, it, like when you see people run into good branson yeah he looks like he's going slow too because he's six five yeah but they they fall down like like feathers it's anyway i just had to get that out there i i always have to respond to some of the like the the negativity i see on uh on Twitter and whatnot, it's, um like, I would like to, for it to be a little bit more positive a place. It's never going to happen because people have anonymity on the internet and the like, lets them get out their inner demon or whatever. Um, Just, you know, maybe some people can, like, chill on knocking on the team a little bit, like, and can build them up instead of tear them down.
1: It's a credit to Patrick Klein, because I think he's finally starting to get to that point to where... It, He's realizing, hey, I'm a bigger dude. I can use my size to my advantage. Yeah. You often see this with dudes that are bigger, is that for a bit they play smaller than they actually are until they figure it out and they get that moment where it clicks in their head and they go, Hey, this, hey, this makes sense. I'm a bigger dude. I can use this to my advantage. The blue jackets had a similar thing with Pierre-Luc Dubois when he started out, you know, bigger dude, and it was a similar thing where he didn't quite understand it and then once he did it was he just made him such a better player and then it's like yeah. now your team's trying to play against him it's like oh now you're done because yeah. now i'm gonna use my size to my advantage and yeah. Katarina, he's done that so many times particular not just this season but in seasons before where he just finally starts to get it that hey you're a bigger dude you can use this to your advantage
0: yeah, and to, to be fair to the people who were criticizing it a little bit, a little bit fair, he, he's not having the greatest season ever. Absolutely. Neither is Johnny Gaudreau, Boone Jenner, the, all the literally top players on our team. It's because the team's not doing super well. I mean, you, you need like a, like a solid team. And even at that, um, our you know, it's funny though. Currently a top goal scorer is Boone Jenner. He's been there for uh, a few games now. I think he tied line a for a bit at 16, but now he's on the 17. So, And Johnny Gaudreau is, our third, um, is in third place with 15. Behind him is Kirill Marchenko with 14. Let's go. He got his first assist the other week. That was pretty funny. So, um, all right, man. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to launch into the uh, the ad read real quick.
1: For our fun so. friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm looking, 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 looking. All right, here comes a little ditty at you. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place the same game parlay on any NBA game. And if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. Um, I don't watch a whole ton of basketball, but I have been keeping up with the Cavs here lately. Um And let, let's see what their next matchup is. And uh, the Cavaliers have been doing amazing this year. So they're the Nuggets tomorrow uh, at 7. And- like I said, I don't pay super like attention that closely, so I don't know what team is is better than the other. But I did see recently that Kevin Love was traded. Um, Kevin Love, I do love you, man. Uh, Respect for all the years you were here. The last person on this Cavaliers team that was part of the champion team.
1: Yeah. So yeah. kudos
0: to him. Uh, you know, have fun in Florida. Uh, retire there. You'll love it. I mean. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's coming up soon. You know if. It, it, if you are familiar with basketball, go place a, a bet on that. You'll get a free bet back. Uh, download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code THPN. That stands for the Hockey Podcast Net Network. You can find them on Twitter at hockeypodcastnet. And uh, if y'all, you know, gamble responsibly, uh, don't don't bet at what you can't afford. Uh, check out the disclaimer below. Uh, there, there's help numbers in there if you um, or someone you know needs that. Um, so we also have another read here, real quick. Um, okay. For Raycon, uh, and Raycon is uh, a pretty nice company. Uh, this time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time, pretty unrealistic. Uh, you know, everyone's like spring cleanings coming up for me. I've started a little bit, you know, started trying to get some weeds out the garden if there are any and, you know, shoring up the whole outside. Uh, you know, I've actually found that the smallest changes to your routine can make the biggest impact in the same way you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase even the smallest things can be a part of a big change if it's something you use every day like raycons raycon is a premium audio at the perfect price point so you can build great habits without breaking the bank uh you know like i just mentioned with spring cleaning you know all the yard work you're out there you know you don't want to be listening to what just trimmers and lawnmowers all day you know throw in some earbuds and uh you know you'll be able to listen to music the entire time be great Oh, audio books or whatever you listen to uh, our podcast. Maybe we're all on audio as well. Uh, so whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon's got you covered. Yep. Raycon start at half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each or a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would for some of the other guys. Uh, even if you know, even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options. Every purchase has an easy and free return upgrade. Uh, some of my favorite parts of Raycon are. Uh, the earbud tap function, especially like when, when you're outside or running or exercising, very handy for just skipping songs, volume, whatever. Uh, noise isolation, like I mentioned with, uh, you know, with all the trimmers and, and, and lawnmowers, you might want some noise isolation as well. And the uh, they're water and sweat resistant. So when I'm out working hard or I'm, uh, you know, out there uh, running, exercising, then it's nice for that as well. Uh, ready to buy something small with a big impact go to buyraycon.com/thpn today to get 15% off your raycon order that's buyraycon.com/thpn to score 15% off your next purchase go ahead and do that it helps us out it helps the, well it helps the our you know brand out the the hockey podcast network our um our wonderful our wonderful partner, yes, definitely helps us out quite a bit. So that's pretty, pretty awesome of them. I lost my page. There we go. Excellent. Okay,
1: go Cavs. There it is. There it is.
0: Yeah, dude, I, I love the Cavs. I mean, it's I like it's something like most of Ohio can agree on because there's realistically not that many other. Uh, I mean, if you're down southern Ohio, what's close to you? Like the, what, the, maybe the, like if you're west, the Pacers, I guess, but. Nah. Uh, Nashville have a team
1: Memphis does
0: Memphis okay and then like what does well, Washington D.C. have a team that's like the closest one I can think of because I know Virginia and West Virginia does but I know college sports are down there anyway so definitely use that uh, DraftKings code THPN use, uh, you know put THPN at the end of that uh, link links in the description check it out be great so, now that we're done with that, we talked about the Arizona game a bit. We talked about the fights that were there, I think, uh, a bit. A uh, great fight by DeBranton and Josh Brown. Uh, mm-hmm. Possibly the longest fight of the year. Um, and then also, uh, Olivier versus Nick Ritchie. Uh, an excellent fight as well. So, uh, just something cool to see. I mean, you know, it, that was, it was weird because, like, we're not rivals with Arizona. I didn't realize there was going to be hard feelings between the two. Sean Corralley was finishing his hits. He had 10 hits that night. Like, damn, way to finish him. Sorry for the, the burp there. Excuse me.
1: <laughs> oh, you know.
0: So, uh,. Yeah, for the last like segment of our show, I mean, we'll talk about a little bit of like upcoming news yet too at the very end probably, but um, and this might not even take that long because there's not like every we've, we've been talking about this for weeks. the The title of this episode is "Hurry Up and Wait" because we're hurrying up to wait for a trade. Like everyone's trying to say, like say what they think it is, who it is, this and that, and we all know Gavrikov is on the table. <clears throat> I think we're going to see someone that was maybe unexpected on the table which is that's you know yarmo's way and that's fine yeah uh, because i do for the most part trust him i mean I, he hasn't really done anything super questionable um i i even though brad's not done well in the last uh, year or two uh you know i think he was the right guy for this time right. like maybe not the future of the blue jackets five years down the road but for right now this time with this group you know i think it works well um so Gavrikov uh, is reported to be in talks with Boston for a first and third round pick. Yep. And uh, all they're waiting for Boston to do is clear cap space. And now that he has an offer, basically they're saying we won't hold him for you. If someone else offers us the same deal, then they're going to go for that. So it seems like Gavikov's going to be going for a first and third pick. Um, great. That sounds awesome. I mean, it's going to be a late first round pick, but it's going to be a first round pick. Um, because you know, obviously Boston's just doing really well this year. Um, so well, good for. Them. So honestly, dude, if I saw Nick Foligno and Gavrikov on the ice together at some point, like I, I couldn't not root for them. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't. I mean, I. Wherever Gavrikov goes, you know, I wish him the best. I hope he has uh, a fantastic time there. Uh, and unless he's playing the Blue Jackets, I hope he can, you know, make a huge impact on uh, on the team he goes to. Because everyone's like, oh, he's Ben Sherratt 2.0. Like, what are you talking about? Like, Gavrikov is a solid player. And um, I think uh, given new scenery, maybe with an old friend, you know, Nick Felino, um, to help, like, you know, guide him into it a bit. Uh, because I believe like Gavricov's younger than Nick, and Nick was the captain at Blue Jackets when Gavrikov was here. And yeah. I believe, uh, you know, uh, he may have been an, a mentor to him or something. I don't, I don't know for sure. I'm just opining realistically, but um, be cool.
1: Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't
0: know who we're going to snag him up. It's been a lot of talk about Chikrin, too. You hear all that, Jazz?
1: Yeah. So basically, it's not as surprising when you think about it because this this whole Jacob Chikrin thing with the Blue Jackets has been going on since last year, January of 2022. Jacob has his name, has been popping up with the Blue Jackets and there's a couple reasons why. Number one, yes, the Blue Jackets do need help on defense and Chikrin can help out with that but on top of that, this is my opinion on this I think because people look at Yarmo and they think just because he's made some big moves with the Blue Jackets over the years, that even if it's true or not true, they automatically assume that because Yarmo's the GM for the Blue Jackets, that, oh, they got to be in on this because he's made big moves before, even though that may not be, you know, the case. So I do think that's that. And when you look at from January, 2022, up until now, Jacob Chickren's name has been popping up with the Blue Jackets every so often.
0: But I haven't... I, I heard a rumor that he wasn't interested up until Johnny Gaudreau signed here. And then he's like, ooh, i go there. Right. You know, which... Somewhat understandable. I get it, I guess. I don't know. Like, I love Columbus. I don't know why people... Don't want, wouldn't want to play here. Um, coming up in the next few years, like this year would have, uh, who knows what it would have been if, if he would have been here earlier or whoever or whatever. But, um, you know, I think, uh, like I, i seen another, uh, podcast out there, like a really big podcast that has tons of followers. Uh, I won't name it here. Uh, if it's one of like our friend's podcasts, I would name it, but, um, a really big podcast out there talking about how uh, um, the 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 future of CBJ is severely underrated, uh, and it's something to keep an eye on because um, we have some up and comers that, um, that are honestly on par with Bedard, at least in points. Right? Isn't Jordan Dumai close with him, or he's like the leader in the QMJHL?
1: Yep. Jordan Dumay yeah. is the leader in points right now.
0: And he just had a hat trick the other night in a 10, 10 to 1 game that they won against. I don't remember who. Poor team. I'm not going to name him if I knew who. It's embarrassing. Seven
1: point night. He had a seven point night.
0: Yeah. Right. That's insane to me. That's insane. Like this, this dude doesn't belong in that league. Um, although for now, for his development and everything, it's not bad. Um, yeah trades 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 i mean i like i like i said earlier even i mean Corby's at ufa like if they can get him to sign for a reasonable amount here's the other thing too i've been hearing rumors since last season that the cap was going to go up next year in 2024 well, for the 2024 season, I've been yeah. hearing that for quite a while now. And specifically, even the season ago, it wasn't next season. It was, oh, in 2024, is from what I heard. And so, you know, how much you like would they raise it? I mean, I'm not sure what they've raised it in the past. Um, yeah,
1: so, the hockey guy did a video on this, and basically it, it broke down to this is that this season it, it went up by a million next season it probably goes up by like another million maybe two million and then it really go and then finally in like 2025-2026 season is when it can go up with no restrictions when that's the when the year in 2025 when they finally got all the money back that they lost because of coronavirus
0: Oh yeah, right on. So it gets it gets like the smaller market teams back, like on the same like level, pretty much as the bigger market teams, right? That's what and they're everyone. trying to do, is what I understand.
1: Because the because what because what happened was, you know, March two thousand twenty happens, and coronavirus starts going like crazy, all over the world and doing crazy shit, and
0: because, no fans.
1: Yep, no fans, and not only that is so that stopped the regular season. So all those regular season games that people would have gone to, you don't get that money. You don't get the money from all the concession stands, the team store, the merch, everything. yeah, everything. You don't get that, and then the, the surrounding
0: businesses didn't get the extra boom, right? Like you know, the whole arena district,
1: right. And then they had the playoffs that year. Well, again, it's the same thing. You don't get that ticket money from the playoff games or the money from the concession stand or the team store. You don't get that money because no one's going to those games. And so all the, and that's, and you, and that's over 32 teams. Well, 30, uh, 31 teams before Seattle came in, but that's over 31 teams <laughs> that you're not getting that money. And that adds up over time pretty quickly. And that yeah. put the NHL in a huge hole. And the way it's set up is it's 50-50. The players get 50, and the owners get 50. And when no one's making money, you lose the money, and then you, you're in debt, and it's an agreement to where you have to pay people to get that pay people because you're and in And you're debt.
0: still having to pay people. So like that debt is like you're like chipping away at it slowly. Well, it is continuing to rise. I mean, there's no way you can get away with not paying people. You do that shit. No one's going to work for you, you know? And, uh, the blue Jackets organization as a whole is, is is in my opinion, like very uh, top, top tier, very classy organization. Um, unlike, uh, I'm not even gonna say it. Never mind. But
1: 2025 is the year when they finally get to that point to where they pay off all that debt and they finally get all that money back that they lost. From coronavirus, from all those people yeah. being able to go to games and concession stand and team store and all that stuff. I mean, yep. from a financial standpoint, what really saved them was getting that money from like TV and radio and like internet ads and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. And, it's, you know, I think the initial boom, uh, the initial excitement when John Gaudreau came in, like, definitely drove up tickets a, a little yeah. bit. Um, and even at that, uh, a, a, one of the most losing teams in the NHL, if not at times the most losing team, and they're still getting over 16,000 fans. I mean, nationwide holds eighteen point five thousand yeah. for yep. specifically hockey. It holds a little bit more for concerts and shit. Cause they can sit on the floor. Yeah. Um But like, so 18.5, I mean, the, the only real time you're probably going to see that is, any, is somewhere near the home opener, the last game of the year and, and playoffs, you know? Um, and if they're going to the playoffs, maybe not even last, last game of the year. Um, like generally, like still over sixteen thousand is huge. That's better than like almost half the NHL teams. Right. Like we're like in the middle with that, which for a losing team, I think is fantastic.
1: And um, like that goes to my theory that I've had over my many over the years of my many trips to Columbus, which is is that Columbus loves their sports teams and will support them no matter what. I've been to – over the years, I've been to Blue Jackets games. They haven't been very good, still getting good crowds. I've been to Blue Jackets games when they have been good, very good, and they get good crowds. And also, right now, from a sports perspective, you're in Columbus. You want sports. What are you, What are you picking? You're picking the Blue Jackets. You really don't have any options in terms of professional sports. You know, not
0: in the winter at all. Well, so like, you know, because there's the crew, but, the Columbus crew, but like the, their schedules don't really collide that much. Yeah. I think early in the NHL season a, a bit, but it's then uh, there's March. no professional baseball. There's the Clippers, the Columbus Clippers that or whatever. So, um, and then, of course, as everyone knows, they have Ohio State no, shit, <laughs>
1: which I do
0: support. I do like Ohio I State do uh, do sports. Sports. Sports, just specifically Ohio State sports. Yeah, I won't believe that. That.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, but, but but it's like from a sports standpoint right now, the Blue Jackets are your only option right now, if you know, and yeah, so until the crew and the Clippers fall's over. Yeah, you know, until the crew and Clippers come back, that's all that's all you got. So if you yep. want sports, you're going to do it. And Columbus just has shown over the years that they're a good sports town, and they'll they show up, and it's a credit.
0: And, you know, it's a good time when I lose there at Nationwide, too. They really make your experience nice. It's a very nice, clean uh, arena, very friendly people, staff, uh, great food. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. Drinks are a little expensive, but who's aren't? <laughs> so, right. so you don't get drunk and be an asshole too much at the game. So, um, well, so uh, only real thing I really wanted to mention yet um, was uh, uh, Lane Petterson, Peterson. One of those two uh one of the two uh <laughs> he was finally in a game he got all his um all of his immigration stuff worked out uh all his visa stuff worked out and he is now in the game um I, I thought had he...
1: sorry what i hey he played you know and the two i faced what i saw from him i thought he looked pretty good
0: yeah I mean, no real stats other than a minus one in the two games he has played. Uh, he's going to be a healthy scratch tomorrow, I think, according to something I read earlier on Twitter. Um, which is whatever to me. Like, I don't really like. I don't know much about him. I ha- I haven't. Really, I've been super busy. Lately. I haven't had much time to look up anything about him either. So, um, I mean, I guess like I literally can't that's right now. Point
1: he's basically seen as a good third, fourth line guy because when we claimed them awful, he was from the Canucks. A lot of the Canucks fans were pissed that they lost him.
0: So I found the pronunciate, pronunciation for it on, on uh, hockeyreference.com. It is Peterson.
1: Peterson. All right. Peterson.
0: There you go. They really emphasize the P. It's P-E-E. Oh, <laughs> so, so, whatever, dude. Uh, hey. I was kind of joking around, hey. but, um, for this year, he has 13 games played in the NHL. Uh, one, uh, one goal, two assists for the what was it? The can was it the Canucks? Is that what we said? Canucks. Okay, can- Was it Montreal or was it Vancouver? I- no,
1: he was playing for the Canucks and. Um- Interesting enough, they played him in a game in Vancouver, and then the game's over, and the news come up, comes out that, oh, yeah, we got you off waivers. You're with us now. Come join. <laughs> uh,
0: so, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he only had 13 games total play in the NHL this year, two of them with the Blue Jackets so far. Um, but even still, so in those 11 games he played without the Blue Jackets, he's uh, tallied a goal and two assists uh, for three points. And he's a plus two, which is a huge bit still pretty cool yeah.
1: um, i i gotta imagine that's the kind of fun like the game's over and he's probably hanging out in the locker room changing clothes and everything you are probably like what are you having like, a drink with the team yeah and you probably look at him like i'm sorry kid sorry you're in the lock. yeah i'm sorry you got you gotta leave this is the one locker room for you what what do you mean and
0: it was literally when they played the blue jackets right yep yeah
1: yep. yeah it's like you you game's over uh, no I'm sorry wrong locker room go to the other Go to the
0: other one, and, and it's so funny. Then too, on top of that, because like he wasn't even allowed to play like right away. I mean, I think he was probably able to travel to. Well, maybe not. They had to get all this visa work stuff uh, out because he was playing for a Canadian team, and so he may not have had to ever really do that before. Um, but the NHL, you know, they work their magic with all that stuff pretty easily because <laughs> there's tons of uh, you know for uh, foreign. People playing
1: a similar situation back in 2019 when the Blue Jackets traded for Matt Duchesne because Matt Duchesne is from Canada. And that day they when they traded for him, they were in Ottawa. And because he was Canadian, he was able to play for the Blue Jackets that day. Yeah,
0: no, no. And
1: the Blue Jackets had the had their lawyers with them, and basically from what you know, a bunch of like Aaron Portstein and a bunch of other people were reporting that day is that they went the Blue Jackets went to the lawyers and said, you're going to get this done by the time this game's over so that he can get back on the plane and go home to Columbus because the Blue Jackets had a game the next day against the Sharks. It's like mm-hmm. They really needed him that game. So it's like, you really need to get this done And to their credit, the game was over and he was allowed to get on the plane to go to Columbus and play the next day. Yeah,
0: pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to talk about Pedersen real quick and, and all that uh, jazz, because like I mean, we'll have more news about him coming up the more we see him uh, being active and whatnot as well. Um, so I mentioned really early on that Johnny Gaudreau had gotten injured, uh, upper body injury or lower body injury or something, um, in that one game. He, uh, a report I read, said that he is planning to be back or hoping to be back Thursday against the Wild. Um so I'm hoping to see him healthy, fully healthy and healed by then, and to, to be back back in the lineup. Uh, I really, you know, I, like, I, like I don't want to make any correlation pro like with it at all or any like, but I'm about to. Yeah. Okay. So like the Blue Jackets played like they've won with Johnny Gaudreau. Definitely, he's been a huge part of any success they've had this year. But yeah. the they played like almost extra hard that he, now that he wasn't there, maybe to try to make up for like the, you know, the guy who's in second place or third place for goals, yeah. you know, um, like that Johnny slap shot. Oof, I just, I love that. Like, even though they lost that game, I, I love watching that clip of that. It's just it's sick.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: so yeah, other than that, as far as injury news goes, oh chinikov has been seen skating around too i can't wait to get him back in the lineup i'd love to see him by the end of the year be getting back in i'm sure we will at some point but other than that uh do you have anything else you would like to add kevin oh real quick the i've seen a bunch of pictures i'm very jealous of all who got to go uh, last night was the blue jackets cannonball um a uh where they get together Uh, a lot of people dress really nice and and they do something uh, with the team and and fans who purchase tickets for it um so pretty neat i love seeing that kind of stuff uh, from the blue jackets organization Uh,
1: stuff up for charity yeah
0: and so it's pretty cool um you know it's sad seeing some of the probably last few fan pictures with gabrikov very sad um business is business at the end of the day um so won't cry too hard um but yeah, anything else you'd like to add here at yeah. the end? I'm about to wrap
1: her up here. Okay, yeah. So you know, I've said this before on the show, kind of ripping on Gene Smith for his stupid plumbing excuses why no hockey games and a per and again we have another perfect example why that's a bunch of garbage. Because this past Saturday, Ohio State played Michigan at hockey outside, up in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Over- 45,000 people showed up and I had some of my Columbus friends go there and it looked like a great time, fun time. Ohio state won that game for two. Oh God, it looks so damn cool. And again, it just proved, you know, that was it.
0: a record for the Ohio state's outdoor game attendance at 40,000 fans or somewhere well, around there.
1: Over 45,000 people showed up for that. And again, it proves my point that you could have had this at the shoe, but you want. But as long as Ohio State has Gene Smith controlling them, they're going to say, "Oh no, sorry, you know, well, dirt, we can't do it because of plumbing."
0: I but- read a report earlier that they say um, he he said um, directly that it would take. Uh, he says that he's entirely open to it if a coming of the minds can come together um, from multiple parties but it will cost $8 million to be able to winterize the field. Um, and so what I think he's doing is he's asking pretty much like the organizations who are wanting to do this, the NHL and the Blue Jackets, to maybe foot some of the bill is what I kind of got out of that. So
1: um,
0: in, in, in any case, it's probably, even if they say yes today, it would probably be like two to four years before. We see so, I'm,
1: I'm okay with, and I'm okay with that.
0: Well, and what about the Blue Jackets just being a, an opponent for an I'm outdoor okay. game? You know I'm what okay I mean?
1: Yeah, and I'm like okay. at I'm least okay. can they do that? Like, I and, and see the thing. I'm but okay. I
0: understand why they would want to get the shoe a hundred percent.
1: That's and I'm okay with that too. But my big thing, and many people are catching on to this, is that you want to say that you can't have stuff there because plumbing, and then you turn around. And you have many football games there in November, December. National championship celebrations in January. Lacrosse games in February and March. Many people posted on Twitter as a response to, you're claiming plumbing, but I've sat there at football games when it's been like 20 degrees out, really cold out. I'm one of those people. So it's hard for me to accept that. When you say that you can't do it because of plumbing, and you do all those things, metaphorically speaking, you're spitting in my face, and you're insulting my intelligence. Yeah. Don't do that. Come but up with the also... reason. This is all I want. Come up with the real reason. Don't say plumbing. Give me well, the real reason. This eight million dollar thing. Up to it. This eight million dollar thing. That's another way for for saying you know even if it is a thing we don't want to do it because you know that we don't want to do it. We want other people to pay for it. It's like no. I'm sorry. And for Ohio State to cry poor is ridiculous. That is yeah, – No,
0: I don't think they're saying poor. I just think that they – like, if they don't have to, then they're not going to. Because you also have to think about this, Kev. On the field, there's going to be very cold ice as well. And so that was going to add to the entire level of coldness for everything. Besides the point there, though, like, they're going to have it in March. Right. They could literally have it like in March, but at the same time, the ice. Uh, I think that's one. I'm getting rid of that amount of water. Is I think, what is, the real issue with that? Um, you know, especially it's gonna. It's very very cold. Uh, it's gonna. They're gonna have to like, r- run things in there underneath of it to keep it cold for the game, uh, and everything that goes into that. And so, uh, you know, but uh, I believe I hundred percent believe that this will happen, at least in the next decade. I can't say two, three years. I don't believe that. But uh, I th- I'm hoping that within five years, um, we, at least the Blue Jackets can find a place. Um, like, like, I think that's why the NHL hasn't, hasn't right. had them yet. It's because no, they're waiting it, on the show. It
1: comes down to it's Gene Smith, because Sean Sean Corrally, it, it, this has been reported by the NHL multiple times. I mean, I'm sorry, reported by Aaron Portzline in multiple articles, when asked about this, the NHL says Ohio State, but in reality, it's Gene Smith because Ohio State would be cool with it, the Blue Jackets would be cool with it, the NHL is cool with it. It's Gene Smith using the stupid, the stupid plumbing excuses. Sean Corrally directly asked Gary Bettman when they were in New York last season, and he said Ohio State. And it, it's just again, I know I've said this many times, but come on, don't don't do this. Don't do this. Give us the real reason. And it's even more insulting when you see places like Wrigley Field, Fenway Park, and Michigan's big houses, all places that are 90 to 100 plus years old, and they figured it out, and they're not using excuses. That's all I'm – for me personally, that's all I'm saying. Give me the yeah, real reason and figure, that. Figure, this, you know, figure, um, figure this out.
0: That's but what let's wrap oh, her up so here fine. a little bit.
1: Uh, my intelligence.
0: So the next uh, we won't see anyone here for about f- the next four games. Um, we got the Wild versus Blue Jackets tomorrow at 7 p.m. We have the Oilers at Blue Jackets Saturday at 1230 p.m. Make sure you remember it's at 1230 in the afternoon.
1: Kids Takeover Day.
0: Kids Takeover Day. So I'm sure there's there might even be things afterwards for the kids. So I think that's why it's so early. Uh, that is an odd time. Uh, it's whatever to me. I don't have to drive there to go to it. So 12:30 um, p.m. Don't forget that for Saturday, or you might miss the game. Uh, then the Blue Jackets uh, at the Wild. Um, right? You know, again, they're going to play them twice uh, till we see the people here again, or the audio listeners hear us again (laughs) and then the final game that before we'll be back is the blue jackets at the sabers and uh i'm really hoping that it doesn't end up like last time (laughs) Uh, because we can lose it's whatever but uh, it needed to be at least competitive
1: speaking though stuff like that doesn't happen you have a game where it's just one team just destroys it it just doesn't happen like that you know teams teams learn other teams tendencies and they learned, okay, we're not going to let
0: that happen. Wow. Then it's March. Holy
1: shit. Yeah.
0: I forgot. I have tickets for a game coming up. The blues at blue jackets, March 11th. Sweet. Um, so when I'm there on the 11th, uh, I'll probably mention this again beforehand. I will post on Twitter, um, like when I'm at the can, if anyone wants to, uh, stop by shake hands, fist bump or something like no hugs. Sorry. Uh, we just want to, you know, just say hi or whatever. Stop yep. by, I'll yep. be there, and I'll be doing that. But yeah. all right, Kev, you want to go ahead and sign her off?
1: Yes, yes. I'll, I'm gonna say one more quick thing is I've seen some reactions, in particular, Boston fans are like, "Oh, Gemberkov, that's too expensive." Well, right. I, I'm sorry, but first things first. That's the package that the Blue Jackets got for David Savard. David Savard, an awesome defenseman. Good on defense, block shots, eats pucks, can play 20, 30 minutes a night, sometimes gives you a little offense, helps the Blue Jackets win the, uh, the Lightning, win the Stanley Cup. That's the type of guy you want for a team trying to fight for a playoff spot, trying to win in the playoffs, win the Stanley Cup. That's Vladislav Gavrikov. And from a Bruins standpoint, you're coming to the Blue Jackets and you're asking the Blue Jackets for one of their best players, and you're freaking out that it's going to be expensive. It would be the same thing if the Blue Jackets went to any other team and asked for their top player and how much it would cost. It would be expensive. So people need to understand this, that when you ask for one of the best players that a team has, yeah, it's going to be expensive. Understand that.
0: And the fans need to understand, too, the Boston fans need to understand, that just because he's coming from a losing team this year it's not mean he's a bad player.
1: Right. Right. So, important. Thing, anyways, so uh, yeah, this has been a good show. I'm going to plug some stuff. We'll get out of here, and uh, we'll close it out in a fun time. Anyways, Uni Blue Soldiers, go check it out. It's a fun Blue Jackets-themed group that I have. We're, you know, on all over social media platforms. We do marches to cheer on the Blue Jackets. We've been featured on TV, radio, internet, the newspaper, The last two times, we've done one with the Blue Jackets. We've been on the scoreboard at Blue Jackets games. It's a lot of fun. So check out Union Blue Soldiers on all social media platforms. Also, you like beer? Well, good. Then you should try Union Soldier, the new Blue Jackets themed beer for Union Blue Soldiers made by Endeavor Brewing. Endeavor Brewing. It's a great place to be. They're great people, fun people. They're fun to work with. Check them out. You can get them at many places. You can get this right here. Union Soldier at many places in and around Columbus, different bars, different stores, or go to Endeavor Brewing and get this in a four-pack or a case. I brought it four cases of this back home to my family and friends. They love it. You can love it, too. Try Union Soldier today. Just 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 do it. Try Union Soldier.
0: Do it. Do it now. Hell yeah. <clears throat> well, so I don't have anything to really uh, say much. Bear with me for the next few weeks. I'm gonna be very busy with some things, but we'll try to be present in here at seven PM uh eastern as usual uh because last week so sorry for art.
1: that you do cool shit have to oh die. yeah
0: so i guess I, I i made the thumbnail me last week with my artwork that i had um uh, done for the blue jackets for valentine's day and I forgot, to, I forgot i totally forgot to even mention it that was the whole reason i had the thumbnails because it just happened and i wanted to mention it so um yeah i mean i do logo design i do other graphics art stuff um i mean uh i i've I've done some other artwork for the blue jackets that I cannot release yet. Um, Hopefully here in the future, uh, you'll be able to see it and uh, I will definitely mention that when it comes up. But yeah, if you checked out the uh, Valentine's day card maker uh, from last uh, from Valentine's day, I almost did last month, but it's only been a few weeks. Um, Yeah. I did the uh, little heart. Maybe we did talk about it then.
1: The heart with the capi. So good. Yeah.
0: And then the other one, is like the little like CBJ tattoo, like with the, uh, cbj banner and the uh the hockey stick yeah so pretty excited about that pretty dope um yeah i do graphics art so if you want anything need anything uh hit me up i do have i do other work as well too so i mean I, i'm somewhat on a time limit with some of that with some of it but in any case find me on twitter at hefty duck uh, you can find me wherever check out our link tree on twitter at brew jackets pod uh, where you can join our discord you can uh, find us on on other social media platforms um, and whatnot there uh, but yeah go visit us uh, at brew jackets pod on twitter and also check out uh, the hockey pod net on twitter as well that is our partner don't forget about DraftKings uh, DraftKings promo code thpn and also raycon.com slash thpn as well for the raycon deal 15 off uh yeah thanks everyone for watching thanks thanks for listening wherever you're listening from watching from uh we appreciate it very much we appreciate all the support uh we've seen like so um, you know i'll share i guess a little bit um our you know our, our numbers have been going up here a little bit lately and i greatly appreciate that, that mm-hmm. that's more motivating to me than than money could ever really be. It's just it's just cool. Like <laughs> it's crazy to me. Um, uh, you know, that we have uh people who listen and listen regularly. I'm so.
1: like, oh, every I look forward to every week, and it's like, oh, it's Wednesday night. <laughs> gotta talk to Happy Doctors, yeah. gotta do the podcast. And
0: I'm, the only like, time oh, we move yeah. it is when there's games on Wednesdays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so my name is Lance. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, join me and kevin tonight we appreciate it we shall see you here in about a week see ya i forgot to hit end shit